Hello, and welcome to the MEC Leading Edge podcast series, COVID-19 edition. I'm Captain James Belton, and this podcast will be just a reading of the negotiations update for March 28, 2020. Voluntary Enhanced Leave and Line Options Letter of Agreement. Additional information and frequently asked questions are to follow. The Voluntary Enhanced Leaves and Line Options Letter of Agreement was unanimously passed by the MEC on Friday. We wanted to explain the rationale behind the LOA's structure and respond to pilots' questions. In traditional negotiation, generally speaking, our objective is to maximize pilot pay while minimizing pilot work. However, in the current environment, the objective is different. We want to provide pilots as many options as possible while mitigating any involuntary impact on the entire pilot group. Rather than take a paternalistic approach, we've opted to empower each individual pilot to decide if a program offered by the company fits their individual circumstances. The MEC at another carrier has taken a different tack. They set specific standards for these offers. The trouble with the strategy is that the agreed-upon program is too costly to the company. It will offer fewer pilots the option to participate. That other carrier has surplus reduction lines at 55 hours, which seems great. Unfortunately, their company has elected to not offer any of these for May or June bid periods. We had approximately 3,800 pilots awarded one-month 50-hour SRLs for April, which seems like a better outcome. American is also in a different position than we are. They have already identified two fleets that they will be permanently parking, and they are reducing another fleet. Additionally, while they are the carrier with the largest debt load, they also have the most cash on hand. With this clarity on their fleet and extra cash, American was able to offer an attractive early out program. This made sense for their circumstances, as many of those pilots would have needed to be retrained in any case. The purpose of an SRL is to lower short-term cost in a category that is overstaffed for its flying. SRLs lower cost and can delay the company from reducing headcount and bumping pilots. Based on the scheduled May flying, we are approximately seven to 8,000 pilots overstaffed. We don't know when the flying will recover and at what levels it will start to recover. Keeping pilots in their current seats is better for pilots and provides the company better ability to ramp up when demand recovers. If the company realizes enough savings from these voluntary programs, it incentivizes them to keep pilots in their current seats for a longer period while we all get a better sense of what the recovery looks like. ALPA's goal is to try to prevent the company from overreacting based on today's outlook. The structure of the LOA encourages the company to offer as many of these options as their staffing needs allow and see if they get enough subscribers. If there are insufficient volunteers, that sends a market signal to them that the offers are too low and they need to sweeten the offer. Said another way, we are allowing the company and the individual pilot market to decide what offers are desirable rather than taking a one-size-fits-all approach and deciding on the pilot's behalfs what is desirable, either the free market as opposed to central planning. Now we'd like to move on to some frequently asked questions. The first question, 
why did ALPA structure the E. colas and ESRLs generally, rather than setting a firm minimum? We are choosing to allow the pilot market to decide. The company makes more offers at a price they can afford, and pilots are free to accept them or not. Additionally, Delta set a specific value for SRLs, which has resulted in Delta Management announcing that zero SRLs will be offered for May and June. Next question. Why did ALPA agree to offer new long-term E-Colas and ESRLs? E-Colas must provide at least the benefits provided in Section 12C. The goal of E-Colas is to offer additional incentives to take the leaves, which can also be of longer duration than Section 12 COLAs allow. ESRLs will be developed in conjunction with and approved by the System Schedule Committee which could have different lengths, amounts of pay, or timing of the pay. These offers, if accepted, provide cost savings to the company that are intended to reduce or slow down the need for surpluses now and furloughs after September 30th. Question 3. American Airlines got an early out retirement that pays 50 hours until separation. Why didn't we pursue that? With a single structure for early outs, we felt that fewer would be offered and fewer pilots would accept them. American had also already announced that it would be parking two fleets and reducing its, its entire fleet by a third, allowing it to target those pilots with these programs. The System Schedule Committee is already engaged with management to develop early out ESRLs and we will release more details as soon as possible. Our structure allows the company to offer more early out SRLs since our structure allows more flexibility and creativity. As the company firms up their future plans, we will pursue additional opportunities targeting those pilots. Question 4. How does a pilot taking an early out affect the rest of the pilot group? Contrary to popular belief, there is not a direct relationship between a pilot retiring early and a furlough being avoided at the bottom of the seniority list. Management's purpose on furloughing pilots is to save money. Based on American's program, if you only save 15 to 20 hours per early out pilot, it takes approximately three or four of those pilots to offset the cost of keeping an additional full-time pilot on the property. Question 5. Will the company ever offer regular SRLs again? Why would we let the company offer anything that is of less value than the current SRLs? Nothing required to offer them in the first place. At some point, offering pilots 50 hours to stay at home no longer makes financial sense to the company. By providing additional options, we expect the company will continue to offer options that pilots are free to accept or reject. Question 6. Why are we giving these savings to the company? The primary goal was not to save the company money, but to keep pilots in their current seats as long as possible. While the government stimulus stops the risk of immediate furloughs, if the company succeeds in realizing significant savings from these voluntary programs, they are less likely to need as many bumps and furloughs after limitations end. Question 7. How many SRLs did Delta offer at 55 hours? The answer is zero 
but we had about 5,500 SRLs offered at 50 hours and about 3,700 SRLs offered and accepted for the April, April bid period. That seems better. Many pilots could not be awarded Section 20Q8 SRLs based on vacation or other criteria that would have been able to award the SRL. Question 8. Why would anyone let the company hang on to their pay or defer it? It's an individual decision about the likelihood of the delayed pay being lost in a bankruptcy. Is it better to have 50 hours now or 30 now or 30 later? That answer depends on the degree to which you think the delayed pay is at risk. This allows each pilot to decide for himself. Question 9. Will anyone actually take an empty line? The answer is a pilot with two weeks of vacation might decide that starting at 45 hours and 30 minutes of pay and building the balance of the month as they choose is more attractive than commuting to reserve nine days for 36 hours of guarantee. They possibly won't take the empty line, but it certainly doesn't hurt to offer. If the alternative is commuting to 18 days of reserve to sit short call and field standby, some pilots may prefer to take their chances with trip trading. Question 10. I'm a line holder for April and I want to have an empty line. Can I still be awarded one? Due to the current overstaffing, as a line holder, you should be able to drop all of your trips and become functionally an empty line holder. Furthermore, it is in the company's best interest when we are going to be so overstaffed on reserves that they should allow more trips to drop into open time. And we have been told that that is their intent for April. We certainly hope that this podcast has been informative. We here at the MEC Com team are committed to keeping our pilots well informed. Without the resources of our office in Rosemont, we are doing our level best to bring the message of the MEC and its leaders to you. As always, we implore you to get involved and stay informed. From the entire MEC, fly safe and stay healthy. I'm Captain James Belton.